episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I've lost about 145 pounds. And with me today is the man who puts the pring back in Pringle. (laughs) (laughs) Donald Weigel. And yes, I'm the man who puts the pick back in pickle also. (laughs) Sure, why not? The pring and Pringle. The pick and pickle. Uh, I have lost about 100 pounds, and uh, I'm here to tell you about it. Congratulations. Uh, we are recording this episode um, as we have fallen back. Yes. Uh, we have fallen back. It is November 1st when we were recording this episode. So much of November and December has not yet happened. So this is a, a predictive episode. This is an episode where nothing has actually happened yet, but things are going to happen. Yeah, this is going to come out uh, fairly shortly before Thanksgiving in the United States of America. Uh, if you're elsewhere... Uh, Six I... weeks after Thanksgiving in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I, you know, I know various uh, countries around the world have various versions of Thanksgiving, but uh, uh, here it is a, uh, a tradition that typically revolves around family get-togethers and food. And, yeah, and uh, it, it kicks off the season of eating for yes, us. Yes, the holiday season. And uh, we wanted to, um, to do an episode a little less traditional than our usual, you know, we've done a few episodes about navigating the holidays um, in the past, and uh, we wanted to do one that focuses a little more on the the current times with COVID and the political climate and, you know, just a fun holiday chit chat, just a fireside episode. Just a little bit of a uh, a trigger warning here. Uh, We are going to talk about COVID probably quite a bit, and uh, this could get a little deep, a little heavy. Yeah. Um, um, But, you know, we are kind of uh, building the airplane while we're flying it here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, no one has had to navigate a season quite like this before. I mean, like you could say that really about every holiday season, but typically holidays are filled with the the same sort of uh, generalized and anxiety yeah. <laughs> normal yeah. holiday problems yeah you know on we're we're putting uh covid on top of it and you know at least it feels like here in the united states the political climate is a lot uh is a lot more stressful than it has been uh in my lifetime anyway and um so we thought we would Try and give some uh, some tips for navigating this season uh, with all of the the kind of new stressors that are thrown in there. And um, look, we're not going to know until January whether anything we've said here has actually worked. But um, we feel like talking about it now, getting it out in the open, and really trying to prepare and plan. Um, to help minimize the health and weight gain damage that typically happens during this uh, this season is uh, is a way to go. So this is going to be a nonpartisan episode, but we can't uh, we can't say that the political, social landscape, COVID landscape doesn't add an extra layer of stress to the season. So we're going to talk about some challenges that might be new to the holiday season, and then, like Donald said, we're going to address uh, some solutions or just some ideas to kind of help navigate through it. This uh, this episode is being recorded before the election. Uh, so like I said, it's, it, this is more predictive than anything else. But we just thought it was important to address this. It's really hard right now. There's so much there's so many elephants in so many rooms. that We yes, can't pretend indeed. that they're not. We're, uh, we're going to actually talk about the elephant in the room. And uh, we are next week. Uh, the plan is to do a more traditional kind of holiday tips uh, and tricks 
episode um, to review the strategies for getting through the holidays. And uh, we'll be probably, you know, 20% zanier next week than we <laughs> yeah, are Yeah, it's right kind now. of hard to be like, where do we put the jokes in? <laughs> hmm, I can't really figure it out. I do actually have one joke, though. Oh, yeah. You were talking about uh, the traditional traditions. Yeah. You know how much I love. I know Halloween is already behind us, uh, but I love a Charlie Brown Halloween. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Great, yeah. Pumpkin, great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Fantastic. So one would think that the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving would also be fantastic. Right. It is is a uh, food-based abomination I feel like episode. it's fine. I feel like oh, it's totally fine. <laughs> I mostly just go through life watching things to see what people eat. Yeah. That's most of what I do. Uh, but in the Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown, they're eating popcorn and toast. Right. Any other day of the Two year. Two things you love, by I, the way. <laughs> but not, like, when they are like, oh, we're going to have a Thanksgiving dinner. Everybody make toast and popcorn. I... Don't want any of that nonsense. Listen, on man, don't box me into your traditional Thanksgiving ideas. Uh, I'm going to do Thanksgiving my way, and if my way involves toast and popcorn, then that is what is going to be. You know, but that's what people in other countries are like. Oh well, judged on your programs, you're visiting us for the holidays. We're going to serve you toast and popcorn for Thanksgiving, as is your tradition in yeah. your country. So yeah, it's true. Anyway, that's the only zany thing I can come up with right now because uh, there's a lot, lot going on, a lot of things, a lot of challenges to talk about. Yes, indeed. Shall we dive into it? Let's dive into it. Let's Fun do this. Fun stuff. If you want to skip this episode. You can do that. It's a free country, so you can go and, and, and skip this, but we're going to dive into, uh, I think we've got about eight different challenges that might be happening. Different and new this year. Let's start. Let's start. So, uh, I'm just going to say it. COVID guidelines for different states, counties, districts, countries might be different, uh, and that is a big challenge. Uh we live in California. I'm just going to say it. Uh, and <laughs> we're under serious, pretty serious lockdown here in California, in uh, Los Angeles County. But uh, judging from Facebook, other countries and other lands, everybody's having parties and b- being on slip and slides. Not in Los Angeles. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you that much. Uh, and so that might be a difficult thing to negotiate if you're in a uh, in a county where things are in serious lockdown, if you're in an area where it seems like everything is neutral understand that what you might be experiencing is different than someone in another you know a family member in another area yeah and uh you know that brings us to we talk about at the holidays you know family and friends getting together there may be different comfort levels partially based on those different guidelines around covid right now across the country and across the world Family and friends may just even within the same areas have different comfort levels on how much they want to get together. Sometimes uh, there are there are people who are uh, who are completely comfortable getting together. There are people who are still basically sheltering in place, and then there are people who are all in between. And so navigating the holidays between like who wants to get together and who doesn't want to get together can be a really huge thing. For sure. I mean, we were invited to someone's home for Thanksgiving, and we just don't feel comfortable going. And it's not a personal attack on them. It's just a comfort level for us. But it's awkward. And just understanding that this is an awkward time to make decisions. And ordinarily, we would have loved to have gone. But, you know, this year, we're uh, we're going to stay home and just celebrate with the three of us. Yep. 
uh, me, Donald, and a bag of Doritos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. And our kid. Our, our kid. Yeah. yeah. No, I was joking. Uh, okay. So the political and social landscape has been very divisive. Uh, that is no surprise. Uh, here in America, things are really intense right now. And depending on your family members and where you are, it might be hitting people differently. And acknowledging that matters. It is difficult to remember that depending on where you are in the country, things might be uh, escalating in different ways. So just a knowing that that is one of the elephants in the room is important. Another one, uh, another challenge this season that may be different is, uh, and actually this one may be a challenge in every season, but you may have a difficult time speaking honestly about your feelings about getting together. Um, you may, you know, on both ends of that, you may not want to get together and you may not feel like you can talk to your family and friends about not wanting to get together, or you might want to get together and be afraid you're going to get, you know, screamed at in the other direction too. And just being able to talk openly about how you feel about it can be an issue. Right. So, uh, are there masks? Are there not masks? Do we talk about it? Who's comfortable with it? Is it inside? Is it outside? How are we going to do it? It's very difficult to talk about. Uh, I mean, it's hard enough to talk about like a shoe household versus a non-shoe household. Right. That is something we have encountered in the past in the holidays, let alone the whole mask versus non-mask situation. For sure. Um, so another one is traditions and travel might look different this year. Uh, we all know that, you know, plays, parties, gatherings, get-togethers, uh, picnics, potlucks, all these, <laughs> they're all the same thing, just said in different ways. Yeah. Maybe your county is restricting uh, the number of people in social gatherings. Maybe you are not having the normal parties that you're used to having. Uh, maybe, you know, the, the usual events, haunted houses, I know those are in the past, but turkey trots, that kind of thing. Maybe all of those are... Uh, <laughs> you know, aren't happening this year. And that can be really awkward, let alone traveling. Some people are not comfortable traveling by air or by bus or in cars. We have not left Los Angeles County since March. Uh, and it feels really weird, but it's what we're doing this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just chuckled there because whenever I hear turkey trot, I actually imagine turkeys in running shoes, like, like actually it. running. Visualizing is really an important part of success. Yeah. So I like that. So exactly. just acknowledging that that might look different for uh, people in your own family. Another challenge this season uh, that may be a little different uh, and, you know, also the same in some ways yeah. is uh, introverts and extroverts may have very different needs this holiday season. Um, introverts may have kind of gotten what they wanted this right. year. And <laughs> oh, not... no, all the plans are canceled? That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not being invited places uh, is actually a boon to them. Um, and by them... I mean us. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but they may now be facing an onslaught of invites, and you know they where where they kind of got away without having to deal with turning people down. Now now they have to do it a lot all of a sudden, and then the reverse may be true. You know, extroverts may be really extra craving it because they haven't really gotten to hang out with people or see people or or you know do their extrovert thing this year, and now all of a sudden they're like really trying to put the pressure on to get other people to join them for gatherings. Well, and two, I didn't realize I was an introvert for a really long time. And extroverts may not understand why introverts don't want to get together. So right. aside from the political, social COVID issues, it just might be another extra layer of what do you mean you don't want to hang out? 
Bah! Exactly. That's what people say. They go, bah! Bah! They, yeah. Sorry, that was sort of like a Lucy football kind of Charlie Brown situation going back again. Yeah, for sure. So another one is you might be missing loved ones or just be isolated in general. Um, even introverts might need social interaction or those, you know, those small little stepping stones of connections that we have might be missing this year. Um, we might be, you know, purposefully uh, isolating ourselves because of health issues or COVID or extenuating circumstances. And it just is a really weird season. We're used to getting together with people for the holidays. We're used to those holiday parties. We're used to traveling. And that might not be happening this year. And that can be an extra stressor. And then uh, the last uh, sort of challenge that we've come up with is financial and physical stress may be extra difficult yeah. in 2020. Um, if you've been unemployed for a really long time, uh, if you've had health issues because of COVID or not because of COVID, um, that it could be extra difficult. Maybe you haven't been able to do your normal workouts. Maybe you're just somebody who like who has to go to a gym in order to get exercise, you know, that you just can't come up with a way to get it elsewhere, uh, which we have many episodes on how to do, by the yeah. way. Um, but maybe, maybe your financial and physical stress is extra difficult, making it hard on you. And you may be asking yourself at this point, what does all of this have to do with We Only Look Thin? Thanks, bummer chums. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're just naming things that to be down on. And what we're trying to point out is these are all extra layers that typically would have in the past turned us to food. Right. All of these stresses, we would have used all of these as an excuse. Oh, my goodness. I... I haven't seen people in many, many months. I need to eat about it. I've seen too many people in many, many months. I need, <laughs> I need to, to eat, eat about, about it. it. And it's remembering that all of these things uh, do not have to lead to extra eating and less exercise is what we're trying to get at. Well, and too, Donald brought up, uh, I think, in one of our other holiday episodes, uh, I think there was... People, what do normal people usually gain at the holidays, Donald? Um, a normal people, I, I, <laughs> normal. I don't want to say normal, but Normos. <laughs> people, people who are, aren't, I, I found a review of studies which evaluated holiday weight gain, and it determined that the average weight gain between Thanksgiving and New Year's is about 0.8 pounds. So nearly everybody is gaining almost one pound during that time. Um, but however, people who were already struggling with their weight, uh, before that gain an average of almost five pounds during that time. And then an even more recent evaluation found that people also in the obese category in their body fat increased over the holiday season much at a much higher percentage than people who were not when this started. And as people who have been obese most of our lives, we know that this is a real struggle that happens every year. Yep. And then you throw in all of these COVID things on top of it, and maybe this is the year you're gaining 15 pounds. Right. I mean, last year, you know, I, I kind of feel like my weight chart is a stock market in itself because yeah. I – Last year, if I go back and look at my pre-Thanksgiving weight, I was at a really happy weight to be at. And then Thanksgiving drama happened and COVID wasn't even a thing. And I put on uh, a solid eight to nine to 10 pounds, depending on the day. Yeah. Guess what? 
I have a year later just gotten back to that pre-Thanksgiving weight. And this is I, and this is someone, me, uh, I'm the person. It took me basically a year to recover from my Thanksgiving weight last year. Like, yeah, and like a year. Maintaining your weight is kind of your job. It's my kind job. Of. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I've still lost a lot. But to look back at that chart and go, wow, I haven't been this weight in one year because I let the holidays derail me. I let stress derail me. And then COVID happened on top of that. So who knows what would have happened. But given that this year is extraordinary and this holiday season is going to be extraordinary, uh, what we're going to do next is give you some kind of some tips and tools to maybe help navigate uh, all of these, you know, really super fun lists that we've just given you about all the ways uh, to struggle this year. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we're going to try and like we said, uh, we are coming up with this. We don't we this isn't been proven to work during these COVID times, but this is what we're going to try and do. And hopefully you can find something in here that will help you to at least minimize the damage that might happen during the holiday season. Right. So, In all of the things that we mentioned, you know, depending on where you are in the country, your financial position, your introvert, extrovert, the the different challenges that you faced, ask yourself, where are you on this spectrum? Of all of the things that we just listed, what things resonate with you? What things do you go, oh, gosh, I hadn't really considered that? Where are you in this whole whole spectrum of ideas? And try and um, not put your pressures on other people is is part of this ask others to respect your boundaries with this but also try not to put your pressures on if you're somebody who's dying to get people to get together understand that others are not going to be as comfortable and please try and not pressure them into doing it and the reverse is true if people are trying to really pressure you into getting together understand that this might be what they need but not necessarily what you need and that leads us to our our second one is try and realize if you're in a position to talk to friends and family about how you really feel about this. And not everybody is, but I think it's important, you know, the older I get, the more I get into this, um, you know, we never talk about boundaries except yeah. on this show and how important they are to becoming healthier and maintaining a, a healthy weight and how much really trying not to spread myself too thin and really ask for what I want and what I need from my loved ones has been really important in me hitting my goal weight and maintaining it. Well, and it's really uncomfortable to talk to family and friends about your position on things, asking the question, how many people are going to be there? Are there going to be masks? How do you feel about getting together? I mean, I had, I sort of had to have this conversation with my mom because she lives fairly close to us, but we haven't seen her since Christmas. Yeah. And having to have the conversation of like, are we going to see each other for Thanksgiving? This is going to be really, this is a hard conversation to have and just acknowledging that it's different and difficult. But deciding, can you send an email to family asking about things? Are you in a position to feel vulnerable about it? It's important to know where you are in that. If you feel like you can't have that conversation, just knowing that matters. Because it's not just going to be like, oh, guess what? We're Catherine and Donald told me how to have a have an open and honest conversation. Like, it must be yeah. easy. It is really difficult. So we're not making light of this. Exactly. To that end, acknowledge and accept the differences. 
No one is having a feeling at you. If someone doesn't want to attend an event or if you don't want to attend an event, they're not doing that at you or judging you. It's about personal boundaries. And I am 46 years old. Donald is on the cusp of 51 years old. And it is still difficult to have conversations about personal boundaries. Nobody is having anxiety at you. No one wants to spend time with you at you. You know what I mean? Like, it's not right, like exactly. you're ruining everything. It's really hard to talk about this, but understanding that we're all coming at this from different experiences, different tolerances. Um, and so many times we don't talk about our feelings with family, so they might not even know that we're stressing about certain things. So this year, our next suggestion is try and look at this as perhaps just pausing traditions. You know, this is a special year. This is not a typical year. And maybe you can't do all of the things that you uh, normally do. Maybe you can't see all of the, you know, the, the Christmas play that you are, that you always see. Maybe you can't do the get together and play the game that you always play. But maybe you just see this year as it's not ruining the year. It's not ruining the holiday season. It's just different. You're putting it on pause. And, you know, I know this is maybe a Pollyanna way to look at it, but maybe the next time you can do these things, it will be all the more special because you weren't able to do them this year. Right. And it's not ending traditions. This isn't, you know, and I, I talked about this offline before uh, the podcast started, but when Donald was diagnosed with diabetes, he was like, this is the end of happiness. Right. Like, all the things that are happy are food, and now I can't have food, and it's over. And, and that I is genuinely how I used to look at it, like that everything that I enjoyed revolved around food. And I was really distraught. And I thought that I could never again feel happiness because I couldn't eat the foods that I wanted. And it sounds crazy in hindsight, but you know, the holidays don't have to be about the food traditions that you've had. And they don't have to be about the other traditions that you've had. They can be on pause for a year, and then you can do them again some other year. Like, it doesn't mean forever just because you can't do it this year. I mean, the Olympics were canceled. Social gatherings have been canceled. Whole seasons for production companies have been canceled. Marathons and turkey trots, like I said, have all been canceled. And it can be a pause, not a complete ending of traditions forever and ever. And I think not thinking of this as forever, but temporary really matters because we can pause things. We can pause our health goals. We can pause losing weight. And it doesn't have to be a, you know, a period punctuation on the rest of your life. It can just be putting something on hold. Yeah. We've talked a lot about different seasons of your life and, and things being applicable to one part of your life and not necessarily another. There doesn't have to be a, I'm doing this forever. You know, you can adapt and change and modify and make things uh, work for the lifestyle that you have right in this moment. Right. So part of that, part of pausing traditions is reinventing traditions. This year might be a time, and we're already so far into it, that things look different. Maybe we're doing things, you know, like meeting with people 
outside in socially distant ways at a botanical garden. Maybe we're doing Zoom calls and online treasure hunts. Maybe we're, you know, we're actually uh, doing a play in December with a friend and it's like a virtual whodunit murder mystery thing where people break out into Zoom meetings to figure out who the murderer is in this play. It's a time to be creative with creating new traditions that might look different than your typical ones. I have done more Zoom video calls in 2020 than in my whole life put together. And it's not particularly new technology. Like Skype's been around for a long time. Zoom's been around for a long time. Um, And I've done so many of those. It's just sort of become a normal part of my life. We have done things like play Yahtzee over Zoom. Right. We, we've played uh, online uh, collaborative, you know, drawing games. Something it was similar to Pictionary yeah. over Zoom. And you've done uh, poker. Well, yeah, we've played poker over Zoom uh, using Zoom and uh, online poker. So there are ways to experience your holiday traditions in a slightly different way. You're distanced, but you're doing the same things. Maybe you can actually play a board game or Jenga or something over Zoom. I know it would be a little bit different, but um, but you can probably make it work. Um, maybe you have that get-together. Maybe you reinvent a new tradition that's over Zoom. Yeah. Maybe everybody comes up with, you know, ask ask five questions about each person in the room, you know, yeah, make, we've actually, make a new holiday tradition. We did that on our niece's birthday. She had a you know 20 questions about me game and there was so much i have known this beautiful young woman for 16 years i I didn't know her favorite season or her favorite food or holiday and it was a great way to kind of like we spend so much normal time together just catching up on you know how's your job how's your car whatever but actually finding out what people care about it was actually really fun i'm sure you can go on pinterest and find lots of ideas about virtual scavenger hunts in your home things to do with kids and make it more interesting i know zoom uh gatherings can be difficult to figure out what to say but there are so many different ways that people are connecting right now that can make it really fun well and maybe if you're a family that in december opens presents you know you can do zoom and maybe maybe this is the start of something good where you can't get the whole family together anyway but you can get them together over zoom and you can all watch each other open your gifts maybe this is an opportunity to do something good and new that you weren't able to do before rather than just turning to food for solace you right. know you you create something something new to make this work. Yeah, I bet if you just Googled virtual blank, you would be like virtual cranberry sauce. Oh my gosh, there's a virtual cranberry sauce game. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> but vir- I want to Google virtual blank now. <laughs> oh, okay. See what comes up. Fantastic. But there are virtual running things that you can do, virtual 5Ks, virtual turkey trots, virtual games that you can do. There are so many ways to just make this different. It doesn't have to replace all of the happy joy that you feel in the world, but we can either, you know, steep in our discontent or we can make it work. And it's so much better in life to try to make things work than it is to just decide that life is ruined. And here's the most important one for me. The next thing to do to navigate this season is to constantly remind yourself that none of this is an excuse to eat more food. Because you're stressed, because you're missing people, because you can't do your normal holiday traditions, none of that is a reason to eat more food. It might feel like a reward, but it is actually a punishment. You're digging yourself into a deeper hole and If you want to get to a healthier goal weight, being healthy is the best way to go through life. Feeling good in your own body, 
being able to to move and navigate the world in that way is the is really a reward in and of itself. And using all of these stresses, using all of these holiday things, using all of these COVID related things to just eat more and dig yourself into a deeper hole and punish your health is not going to get you there. And I spent most of my life being a liar to myself yeah. and saying, I deserve this. I really, you know, I've had such a stressful time. I really deserve to eat an entire bag of whatever treat it was. I deserve to eat an entire pie. Like I would tell myself these things and it just made me more sad and more upset and more depressed. And getting my health together has been the biggest boon to my overall outlook on life that I've had. Yeah. I mean, we did an episode a couple of years ago, which seems weird to say now. Um, it called, does. Called Winter is Coming. And at the time, it was kind of a, you know, like White Walker, Jon Snow, yeah, yeah, yeah. yuck, yuck, joke, joke. But winter is coming and we never know how it's going to present itself. We had no idea that COVID was coming. We had no idea that 2020 would be the year that it is. But we knew then that the unexpected will happen. And preparing for that by taking care of your, your self-care, your emotional care, your physical boundaries, your emotional boundaries, your food and your health, it all matters. And I know now that, you know, we, we couldn't have predicted 2020, but we did predict that self-care mattered. And it matters even more now. Our final sort of capstone on all of this, we are people who want certainty. We want, I want predictability. Yeah. I thrive on predictable boring. Me too. And this year has been so unpredictable and so uncertain. And the holidays are uncertain. Our family's responses are going to be uncertain. The climate is uncertain politically. There is so much going on. And I think being okay with the discomfort of not knowing how any of this is going to turn out matters. We want hard facts. We want proof. We want, you know, everything locked in and set up. And this year, it might be the year of just living with the discomfort of being, having uncomfortable conversations with family, not being on the same page, pausing traditions, pausing travel, pausing, you know, your events. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel unfair. And like Donald said, food is not the, the solution to that discomfort. We need to sit with this discomfort, navigate it, and make the best out of it that we can because our health matters, our goals matter, and how we wake up January 1st is going to matter. We're not going to walk through this magical force field where suddenly everything is going to change. But what we can do is manage our growth mindset, manage our accepting uncertainty, and manage that we're not going to please everyone this season. And we're not going to be pleased by everyone this season. There is going to be disconnect and it's okay to sit in that discomfort right now. We are pausing. We are not putting a final punctuation on our future traditions and uh, holiday happiness. Yes, indeed. And uh, you can and will get through this and uh, we believe in you. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Um, if you need any extra help during this season, please feel free to reach out to us, uh, at we only look thin at gmail.com. 
uh, we do answer questions and um, you can uh, uh, also reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at We Only Look Thin. And you can go to our website, weonlylookthin.com to find all of the episodes uh, that we have mentioned on this podcast. Most of them have many more jokes than this one. <laughs> so many yucks, so many jokes. Uh, but you can also find more information on our support group, uh, Wolt Place, W-O-L-T Place. It is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. It is an amazing source of support and comfort in these crazy times uh, with all of us being disconnected. Uh, it is a great place for connection. You can find out more about our subscriptions there. We have a one month and three month subscription options. So you can find out more uh, if you go there. Or you can email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com with questions too. Yeah. And there's a complimentary free trial uh, if you sign up for either of those things. So you can see if it uh, works for you. Uh, and if you're feeling in a giving mood and want to do a little something for us uh, this holiday season, you can uh, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. Uh, it really helps us uh, out. It helps people find us when they're searching for shows like ours, and uh, we would really appreciate it. Yeah. So if after all of this, you still don't know the difference between an elephant in the room and a turkey trot, <laughs> just remember that Catherine and I are an inspiration-ation. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.